Welcome to the Small Business Growth Podcast with me, your host, Maddie Giordano. We will talk all things business, branding, and social media marketing so you can turn your passion into success, whether that be a clothing store, a yoga studio, an online coaching business, or whatever lights that fire inside of you. Here, you will find tons of quality information so you can crush your goals, build your business, and make more moolah. Sound good? Let's jump on in. Hey, Taylor, thanks so much for being here. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yes, I'm excited. Today, we're going to be talking all things spiritual business, how to integrate it into your routine, how to integrate it into your business. Taylor, do you want to first start by kind of introducing yourself, who you are, what you do, all of the things? Yes, absolutely. So um, my name is Taylor Lane, and I'm originally from the U.S., but as Maddie can see right now, I am in Guatemala, and I've been living here for five years in Guate. And if anyone's been to Central America, you know, you fall in love with the nature, with the people, with the colors, with everything, and that's really where my journey began as a spiritual business owner. I got my master's in teaching, elementary school teaching. And after a year, I was like, wow, I cannot come to these four walls every single day of my life. The kids are great, but this just isn't, just not my dream. So I uh, moved to Guatemala five years ago and um, I had my first business called Remote Like Me. And it it was centered all around helping people become digital nomads, helping people, um, service providers, um, product-based business owners, um, coaches, employees, like literally anything, um, because I had started working remotely in order to keep myself in Guatemala out of necessity, like out of pure necessity. Um, I was a customer support manager for a remote company in Europe taking care of the, the America's time zones for them. Mm. Um, so I started teaching people how to find and land remote jobs. And I had a successful business doing that for three years. And then boom, (laughs) I had a spiritual awakening and that just wasn't okay for me anymore to spend day in and day out doing, um, because it wasn't aligned with my spiritual self it was very much so a, this is how you do it. This is how, um, this is how I did it. This is how you can do it. Very straightforward career coaching on how to be a digital nomad. Um, and it just like, I even started, I always tell people this, I even started like hosting new moon ceremonies for like manifesting your dream job. And that I was like, you know what? (laughs) I need to pivot. Like I have officially lost it. Um, so I needed to pivot and I started, (laughs) I started really stepping into my spiritual self, um, as an entrepreneur and dreaming and being like, what could this look like? So the first thing I did was I started a spiritual community with my two, um, most spiritual friends and it's called inner bloom sisterhood. And we've been running it for a year and a half now. And then I started coaching women who were spiritual entrepreneurs in their business, service providers, VAs, coaches, you name it. Um, anyone with us with this spiritual groundedness about them that wanted, um, help in moving forward in a really aligned way. Yes. Making tons of money. That's not the opposite of alignment, but through alignment, through spiritual groundedness, achieving 
their most authentic way of being um, as a leader in their industry and as a business owner. Um, and so I've been doing that for the last year and a half and that's what I do now. Um, just full on spirituality 24 seven and it's so freeing. Um, and I love to talk to people like you and we were talking a little bit before the episode, like how, how much is spirituality showing up for you in your business? And I love to talk to people when it's like, it's not their life. Like it is for me. Um, I actually find that so exciting, um, to be like, okay, yeah, I love to dabble in spirituality. I love to dabble in self-connection, um, alignment, these kind of things that are more, um, readily available for us to dive into. So I'm excited to talk about that today. Yes, I'm so excited. And like I was saying, like I have spiritual practices, but I don't know if there's like important ones that I'm missing or if there's like what things and how to integrate it into entrepreneurship, because it's something that I want to add into like I do the gratitude, the affirmations, the journaling, like I, I center with myself, I really do try to like listen to my body, listen to my mind, but seeing just what areas I can grow in that as well. So if you, if you could, could you just kind of like define what spiritual business is kind of like what that spiritual journey, spiritual awakening, kind of just explaining that for people that might not know. Yes, absolutely. So running a spiritual business to me, th this is going to be a great little exercise for me to, to communicate this <laughs> running a spiritual business for me means operating based on what is not visible versus what is visible. So the basis of spirituality is that we live in an energetic vibrational universe that we cannot see because our eyes only detect like 0.0093%. I'm going to like misquote that percentage, but it is less than 1% of the vibrational reality of this universe. We can't see microwaves, sound waves, you know? So yeah. it's, it's surrendering to the fact that what we can see is only part of the big mystery. And so if I run my life that way, which means like you said, checking in with my body for sensations over, Ooh, I want that 10 K month, mm. like really operating from a place of total integrity and alignment based on things that are honestly not visible and not logical. And that might sound like a really risky way to operate for some people who are like, not logical. Well, then what, <laughs> well, then what would, you know, how do you make your decisions? How do you make your choices? And it's like the other option is being a spiritual being, having a human experience as Oprah says, um, I don't know if that's her quote or if she just always quotes that because it's one of the things that keeps her grounded, but, um, it's like, that is the truth of my life. And so business becomes an extension of that. Yeah. I think that anyone with a set of values, even if it's not, um, being spiritually grounded, um, any other example, you could say, if your business can't be in alignment with that, then you're going to be out of alignment. Um, yeah. so spirituality is that thing for me and then my business is like an expression of that mm, okay so it's more so expressing and going through your feelings and emotions and intuition of what you should do in your business through how you live your life as well exactly and you said the word intuition so intuition is one of the biggest tools that I would say we can focus on today and, and for you focus on integrating into your business um, is using your intuition first over any kind of 
proven pathway, proven system, like, yes, get the support from your coaches. Yes. Get the support from courses and master classes, but your intuition can actually tell you things quicker, mm. faster, more clearly. And it's the most efficient way to move forward in my opinion. Yes. And that is something I am like strategic and numbers focused and like logical, almost to like a bad, like almost to a fault. So that is something that is definitely in my business and in my journey would definitely need to lean into. And I know like we're both in the same coaching program, Taylor and I, um, and they always say like, when, when you ask questions, like, well, what is your intuition telling you? And I'm like, well, no, like someone just tell me what is the logical thing for me to do. And I think that's a really good, a really good practice is like, okay, well, what am I actually feeling like I want to do? And not just like what the world is telling me or the logic is telling me to do as well. Exactly. And letting that guide you um, and then bringing in the logical pieces as support. Mm -hmm. So try to flip it basically, instead of being like, okay, I'm going to put all these logical building blocks together. And then the ones that feel comfortable to me, I'm going to do. That's great. That's like, level one, <laughs> level one. Amazing. <laughs> you're already bringing in your integrity, your inner authority. You're bringing it to the table and you're saying, I'm not going to do anything. That's not, that doesn't feel right to me. I would say that's probably 99% of your listeners who are listening to this right now. They're like, yep, I do that. And then there are like a, a small percentage who probably are deeply spiritual individuals who have flipped it. And that's what I want to offer you is that you can't like the way that I just explained is actually the slower, more frustrating, more trial and error version, yeah. because your intuition will tell you exactly what you need to do, but being open to receiving it, spending time in silence and in stillness, instead of consuming, consuming, consuming is going to train your intuition to come forth and actually you be able to hear it and say, I hear you. Like literally say out loud, I hear you. Okay. And okay, you can talk to it like, like a best friend. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Interesting. And I think, yeah, that's really cool. And I'm excited to, to lean into that. And I think in a lot of decisions, I just want somebody to tell me what to do. And I think if I listen to my intuition more that that can, that can help as well. What are, what are some like most common spiritual practices that you, that you tell your clients if they're, if they're in the beginning of it or anybody to kind of integrate into their business or just into their life to kind of start that journey? Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about intuition and then let's talk about um, energy management. Mm, okay. Um, I'm going to write this down so that I don't forget. <laughs> First, we're going to talk about intuition. Then we're going to talk about energy management. Cause I think, um, it really comes down to that. I, I don't need to tell you how you express yourself spiritually. That's not what this episode is going to be about. This is like, how do I integrate my version of spirituality into my day, into my life and make it work for me? Like make it a foundation or at least a really good supporting tool for my success. Right. So intuition, strengthening your intuition is one of the most important things that you can do. And what you want to do is you, you want to actually like take a little notebook around with you, like a little pocket notebook. I don't have one around me, but even like I have these little, like a pad of sticky notes, like yes. just take it with you because when you take it with you and it's in your pocket, you bring your intuition with you wherever you go. So mm. it's like that very physical um, reminder, I'm working on my intuition today. Like I'm it's doing in this. my pocket, it's in my bra, like wherever it is. Yeah. Um, then that's fine. 
So you're going to like write down when you hear, feel, sense, know, or see, like visualize something coming from your intuition. Now, intuition is a word that was made up to um, encompass what it means to be in constant contact with source energy. Okay. So it's fine if you want to like make your intuition like personified and be like, my intuition is telling me, but also know like at a deeper level, it's kind of just the language we use to say, I am in constant conversation with source. I am in constant conversation with the universe. I don't block out what is, what is really here again, not visible. So you have to tune in. So Mm -hmm. let's tune in multiple times a day. You're going to write your, you know, what your intuition is telling you or showing you in your mind's eye. Some people get little, um, flashes of information and basically you're going to, you're going to strengthen that. Now you're either going to be clairvoyant Have you heard of that term before? Yes. That's like the most popular one. So when you're clairvoyant, you see, you visualize. So you're like, oh, that's weird. I just like had a vision of me like, like with like starting a podcast. That's weird, (laughs) you know, or it might be something, it might be, yeah, it might be something smaller. Like, hmm, I just had a vision of me um, meditating before I, before I hop on Zoom calls with clients. And it's like, you just might see little pieces of like little breadcrumbs of like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Ooh. It can be good for you. <laughs> um, so that's clairvoyant. Clairsentient is when you feel in your body. So that's um, a type of intuition that's like, I'm tingly for this idea. And you're like, <laughs> boom, that is it. <laughs> yes. Um, or, or you feel um, like you get a stomach ache or like you like literally get a headache when you're like, doing things that that you're wasting your time doing because it's somebody else's idea or you think you need to do this and you're pressuring yourself or honestly not to complicate it, but you could be doing the right thing, but you're going about it in a superficial way. That's not in alignment with who you are and you will feel you won't do yucky, you know, Mm -hmm. exactly. So those physical symptoms, so maybe that's your strongest intuition. There are five um, in total, and I won't go through all of them, but there's um, audience, so that's hearing, and then there's claircognizant, which is a deep knowing, like you just become cognizant of the fact that you should do this, or you just become cognizant of the fact that you need to pivot, or you know, um, whatever. So there's many, many ones, and you can look up what your dominant clairs are. We don't have to take more time into it. I would say Google, what is my dominant clair? And then from there, you'll get like a bunch of practices where you can be like, hmm, what really is the dominant way that my intuition speaks to me? Um, mm-hmm. Even though you'll have all of them, we, we all do as humans, but you'll have like one dominant one that's like, oh my God, I got that channel on dial. Like I know, <laughs> I got I know that it's down. talking to me in this way. Yeah. So strengthening your intuition is, I think, one of the most important things you can do in life. And in business, because it's that clarity that everyone's looking for. Yeah. And when you say like, what's my dominant Claire, how do you, what is that? Claire, like C-L-A-R-E? C-L-A-I-R-E. 
A-I-R-E. Interesting. Okay. I'll have to Google that and see what my dominant Claire is. So, and channeling your intuition, I think that, like you said, that can be integrated in your life, in your business. Like my mom always has said my entire life, if you feel like you are really pushing something to happen and it's just not really working out, like try it a different time, try it a different way. Like something isn't working that if like the universe, if whatever God isn't aligning that with you right now, like move on, try something else and, and come back to it. And I think it, it's a very similar, very similar teaching as well. Yeah, exactly. And then the, the second thing would be, uh, go mom. I, I love that. Um, the second <laughs> thing would be um, energy management. So that's kind of what you said, which is centering yourself. Yeah. As many times as possible, because let me tell you, okay, if you're if you are about to have an opportunity, you're about to be interviewed on a podcast, you're about to do an Instagram live collaborating with someone, you're about to um, record your doing a promo for your new product, whatever it is, you don't get your energy together. Um, you are literally going to be like pulling stuff out of your ass. You're going to be like, yeah. what was I supposed to say? Um, and more than that, your viewers or whoever is receiving on the other end of this is not going to be able to tell your energy very clearly. They're going to be like, you know, and, and honestly, this is like the part of branding, the part of clearly communicating your message that goes untalked about. You could have the clearest verbiage and then you're like, but the, my audience at the end of it still doesn't get what I'm selling. Yeah. They still don't get what the benefits are, but like, I keep telling them. So your energy might be very confusing. <laughs> so what you want to do is you want to find your own energy. So literally you could do it right now and you could close your eyes. If you're listening to this, take a deep breath in through the nose, let it go out your mouth. Your shoulders will drop and just close your eyes and like tune in. What do you feel? What does it feel like to be in your body? What does your breath sound like? Can you slow it down? And when you sit in that, you can actually feel who you are mm. and that everything that's gonna come out of your mouth after that or any way that you're gonna serve someone or support someone is gonna be actually of your true essence. instead of grabbing <laughs> at thoughts and grabbing at, oh, maybe I could be the really supportive person today, or maybe I could be the really um, feisty person and show everyone what's possible. It's like, come to your energy every day and manage anything that's, that's draining your energy. Manage anything that's making you feel like you can't focus or concentrate, or it's like kind of grabbing at you energetically. That's your job as a business owner to manage your energy, to get yes. some sleep, girl, to <laughs> stop drinking wine at night. That's note to self. Um, to unfollow people who make you compare yourself all day long. To stop consuming seven days a week and only have five or six days of digital consumption. Like these are the things that matter when we talk about being of your own true essence, being able to communicate your value, 
prop, right? Being able to serve well so that people refer you and then being able to um, sell authentically and never feel like it's a burden or never feel like you have to find alignment because alignment just is the way that you move and operate. Yeah. And Wow, that is super powerful. And I think a lot of people, when they're when they're starting their business, they're kind of like grabbing at straws, trying to figure out like, okay, like what can I do? How can I be successful at this? And you know, you know, like in your intuition, those two kind of go along. It's like, you know what you need to do. You know how you, and, but if you center yourself back into that, it's where your ideas come from. It's where a lot of that comes from. And I think people start to feel and lean more into that but it is something that they learn through through their practices yes and you said something that you you don't know what I teach you don't know my brand pillars you don't know like any of that right so like this isn't this isn't like I told her to say that guys like you just said something that is one of my foundational teachings which is you already know what to do yeah and that's so hard to wrap our heads around. It, even, even myself, I'd be lying if I said that I believed that every single day. Um, but you already know what to do is like the biggest open door for your dreams possible if you're willing to walk through it yes. and really walk through it and, and live in that doorway every single opportunity that comes your way instead of running to, oh, I need people's opinions. Mm -hmm. Oh, I need expert advice. It's like you choose and you decide based on what you know is meant for you. And then you bring those other pieces in as support, not to help you decide in which direction you're going. That Mm -hmm. is not empowering. No, you're being lazy. You're being spiritually lazy. You want, (laughs) you want someone to tell you the answers. It's going to slow you down big time. I'm talking months and years, not just Mm -hmm. hours of of you know we've all done it hours of youtube research on on the latest social media trend i'm not talking about that i'm talking about months and years that you can actually gain by moving in the direction that your soul and your intuition is telling you and then allowing expert advice and and support to come in as just that just support oh yes oh my gosh i'm excited about like actually trying to to put put that into practice and I think I think a lot of people do it subliminally like kind of without knowing and then but once once they find all of like all of your your structures your frameworks your your different practices then it just kind of all comes together and it feels better and that's where people really do find success like I think when people lean into what they want to do more than what like a coach is telling them to do sometimes too it it makes it more fun it makes your business and I mean your audience can see that like your customers can see and feel that when you're acting completely out of integrity when you're acting completely in alignment to what you want to do because you're excited about it and and it's what you're it's what you're actually supposed to be doing not what someone is telling you to do too yes oh I love that. And what are like, I, so those are like energy management and following your intuition. And what are like, what are things that you use in your daily life? Like more like practices, routines in order to kind of set your day up for that. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a big fan of Oracle cards or tarot cards Mm. because it gives the, it gives an external 
way of communicating it, again it's like personifying your intuition and being like oh my intuition is in the cards what do the cards have to tell me it's just you it's just you talking to you talking to you talking to you so <laughs> um, and by the way that is that is all of life you, your your clients are an aspect of you that um, you are reuniting with in this lifetime if you want to get super spiritual um, but the cards every day um, or not, not necessarily every day, but most days are a way of you communicating with what you already know to be true. Mm. And so if you look at my journal and I journal with my tarot cards, because I feel like if you just pull a card and then you like read the meaning again, it's like, that's not very intuitive. You're like, you're just reading a paragraph that somebody else wrote about a card that you flipped over. But yeah. if you flip over the card and you journal through how it's making you feel, Ooh, you get everything you need out of that one card because you're yeah. just talking to yourself. So all of my journaling of my tarot cards and like maybe everyone else is guilty of this too here. Um, <laughs> it's all about business. Every single thing is about it always business. goes back it's to like, business. Yes. It always goes back to business. Even like my meditations, my visualizations, my, and my gratitude. It's just like, God, my business is such a ceremony for me. It's, it's the way that I express myself as a spiritual being. And, um, and so my daily spiritual practices usually kick off my business day. Yeah. Um, so it would be cards. It would be journaling gratitude. Um, I have an altar set up right next to my bed. It's literally my nightstand. It has a couple crystals, a couple mementos that are important to me, a couple art pieces that I've done, my cards, um, and my journal. And then my, of course, in miracles book, um, which I'm not going to recommend to your audience because it is very dense and it is a very <laughs> specific journey for people people to go on. Um, <laughs> and so I do my gratitude there. I pray there, I download there. You know, everyone's always talking about these downloads. It's like, it's just being quiet and listening to the guidance that you empower yourself to give yourself instead yeah. of wasting time looking for answers elsewhere. Mm. Um, so I would say um, that some people need movement for that. I'm the opposite, I'm stillness. I go, go, go all day long. Like that is not where my intuition comes alive. My partner um, seems to have a more natural state of um, stag, not stagnancy, um, calm, stillness. And so like his intuition doesn't speak to him through that. It speaks to him when he's in flow, when he's exercising, when he's moving, when he's yeah. dancing, when he's expressing himself. And I'm like, that is so cool. All I need <laughs> to do is just sit my butt down and quiet my mind. And breathe so a little Everyone's bit. different. Yes. Yes. So everyone's different. Like for you, it might be breath work for someone else. It might be movement for someone else. It might be, um, praying for someone else it might be singing. Um, so whatever that is for you, that gets you in tune with your highest self. That's where you want to start every day. Um, you can get in the habit of being on your phone and pouring the cup of coffee <laughs> and then going about your day in a, again, in not in your essence, not in your full power to operate as a business owner, or you could get serious about your daily devotion to yourself. Like I always say daily devotion, like people try to escape it. I do as well. Sometimes some phases in my life, I'm like, you can't make me do anything twice. Um, <laughs> and I say like, the trick is 
we are all devoted to something daily. Yeah. So are you devoted to your phone daily? Because really what you're saying when you're like, I don't do daily devotions because I don't do daily anything. Cause I'm like, not a routine person. I'm like, if I looked at your life, I'm pretty sure I'd find those routines. Oh yeah. Inside. And they're unconscious. They're unconscious devotions that, that we do. Um, so if we're talking about best self, like live your best life girl vibes, that's starting every day, getting into your essence, whatever that means for you. Mm, I love that. And I do like, and that's why like a lot of people ask my morning routine, like things like that. And it changes. Like I, I, the own, and but it's really based on what felt good for me. And it's moved into like the last couple months for whatever reason I have been like, I normally am the girl that like wakes up at 5am has like my whole routine. And the last couple months, it's like seven o'clock and I'm like crawling out of bed. I'm like, why, why does my body not want to wake up early right now? But one, I'm in Wisconsin and it's dark until 7.30 in the morning yes. and it's cold and there's not a lot of sunlight. So it's like, let my body own that because I'm not going to be able to actually feel my best, work my best, serve my best without the sleep that my body needs. And so it's, and everybody's morning routine is different. Mine changes with the season and like in the summertime, oh my gosh, my family owns a business and my routine in the summer is totally different than it is when my family's business is closed in the winter. So it's kind of just like, at least for me, I've found the things that work for me, the different times a year, the different times a month, like even different seasons really do change what feels good for you. And I think, again, that goes back to intuition. Everything leads back to intuition in this episode, but it's going back to intuition and following what feels good for your own body and your own mind. 100%. And if you can empower yourself to make that choice based on seasons, based on cycles, based on whatever your vibe is, then imagine what you could do for your business choices. If you can yeah. empower yourself to make that money, um, to go for that opportunity, to decide to be 100% authentic and F what the industry is doing. I'm going to do it this way. Um, <laughs> those kind of things are where your greatest success lies. And it starts with the little intuitive steps of your day and of your life. And then again, your business is an extension of who you be. <laughs> so yeah. you, you just be you and allow your business to, um, to align with that, with that knowing and with that being every single day. Yes. Ooh, love it, Taylor. All right. So if you were to have, tell one of the listeners to implement something today, something short, something easy, incremental for their spiritual business, what would that be? I know we've talked actually a lot about like actionable things, but one thing to implement today that they can do. I would say number one thing. Oh my God. Okay. Now I, I'm going to take a chance here because people won't do it. People won't do it. What I'm about to say. So if you are a ride or die challenge acceptor and you love to, to find out what's possible when someone challenges you with something, this is for you day of silence once Ooh. a week or once a month. And this day of silence is because we can't freaking hear ourselves. We are so detached from our inner voice. And even when we get intuitive hits and downloads, we get a silly idea and we don't follow it. So what a day of silence will do for your life is it will allow you to align with your inner voice and actually start taking action because you can't, you're not doing anything. You're not on digital devices. If you, um, 
I like literally go as far as to do like no reading that day, no words coming out of my mouth. Um, I don't even look at the clock. I don't even look at the time. I'm like, I'm cooking, I'm being, I'm sitting with myself. Cool. Maybe I'll journal because things will start flowing and you will be like, oh my gosh, the answers have been here all along, but I've been too busy asking questions <laughs> and talking and, and trying to get answers that yes. I've missed out on the fact that everything I need, exactly. Everything you need is within you. I truly believe that. Um, and, uh, um, so basically what I'll do is some days I'll be like full silence, no clocks, no nothing. Other days I can't. And I'm like, okay, this month, my day of silence is going to be simple digital detox, no music, no alarm, clock, no blah, blah, blah. And so usually this is on a Saturday or something. Um, and I'll allow myself to read and just like take the day slower. And that still helps. So yeah. it doesn't need to be like complete you know, but it's something like if please for the love of God, <laughs> please. And for the love of your business, please stop consuming so much. And if you can't stop, then you need to implement these days. Start with once a month. I guarantee you it's scary. The first couple hours, you'll be like, I knew this was a mistake. I'm starting to feel anxious. I'm starting to hear all the thoughts in my head. I'm starting to feel everything that I usually numb out with distracting myself. And it feels intense. But then I guarantee you, hour four, you will go into a state of being so in tune with your inner voice. You will be like, oh my God, this is like a drug they should sell. This is like better than caffeine. And I want that for you. I want that for every single person. If you have the guts to do this, like you will reap the benefits. Ooh, all right. I'm going to do it. I don't know when, but I'll do it soon on one of one of the Saturdays. That'll be super fun. And I th that is something like just like actually being alone too. just like being alone, not talking to anybody, like not being on social. I think there's so much power in that. There was a couple months ago that I actually, this was like a year and a half ago at this point, but I rented a cabin, like an Airbnb that had no electricity, no power, nothing for a weekend. And just like spent a weekend completely by myself in the middle of absolutely nowhere. And it was the absolute most refreshing, like rejuvenating thing that you can literally ever do is just like sit alone with your thoughts, journal your little booty off and come up with ideas in business and life and all of these things. And it was, it was lovely. So I'm going to have to do that. I need to do that again. Cause I remember after it, I was like, oh, like, oh my gosh, I was on cloud nine. Yep. Absolutely. And if there are people in here that are like, immediately giving me excuses. I can't do that. I have kids. I can't do that. I have a, a partner. I can't do that. I, you know, live with roommates. It's like, yes, you can. And you will make it happen. If you give a shit, <laughs> you will make it happen. Yeah. And it'll be whatever version of this you can do will be the best thing you do all week. The best thing you do all month. I guarantee it. Cool. Awesome. Well, Taylor, last three questions that I always ask all of my people. First, what is a book recommendation that you have for anybody? Ooh, okay. Um, book recommendation. Oh my gosh. All right. I'm going to go with A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. Mm. And for business specific, you want to really pay attention to her chapters about divine compensation. Mm, okay. We're talking about money, money. <laughs> in the flow of money by doing what you love. So yeah, a return to love by Marianne Williamson. 
Awesome. Next question. If you could eat dinner with anybody dead or alive to chat, to converse, ask questions, who would those three people, who would three people be? Oh, three people. Oh my God. I'm so, Ooh, I like expanded when you said three people. <laughs> like, yay. Yes. Okay. So my grandma, because, yes. um, she's passed away and I would just give anything to laugh with her again yes. and like make jokes about how hot the waiter is and like, <laughs> like, order tequila shots and, and just, Oh God, I, I would just do anything to have a fun um, meal with her. And then I would say um, Ram Dass. Yes. Uh, the late Ram Dass and third person. Um, ooh, I would go with like some kind of deity, like, so, like some omnipresent, like, like God or one of the gods and goddesses from the Hindu or Buddhist tradition, like just mm. any omnipresent um, source, like expression of source, ask big questions and get big, probably like really non-descriptive, like theoretical answers that would yes. like leave me with more questions, but I would love it. I would love it. Oh, I love that. Yes. Um, awesome. Yeah. The, those like big, like almost rhetorical, but like very ambiguous questions where you're like, uh, okay, can we like expand a little on that? <laughs> Get a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Yes. I love it. Exactly. All right. One tip to leave the audience with, this is your like legacy here in the small business growth podcast. What is your, what is your big tip that you would want to leave the, the audience with? My big tip is that don't follow that really basic piece of advice that goes something along the lines of um, step into the person you'd have to be to have the life you want. And then you'll start having the life you want. Eh, wrong, wrong in my opinion. Do not follow that. Instead, find out what you can achieve by being your most authentic self. Mm. I guarantee you to you further, faster and deeper. Yes. I saw that on your story yesterday. And I actually like went back and I was like, I think I need to listen to that again. Like, let me, let me really absorb that. That is awesome. And such a good tip that I think everybody needs to hear. Taylor, this was so fun. And I enjoyed all of it. Enjoyed things that I get to add into my business, into my daily practices. Where can people find you? What do you want people to know about? Um, just kind of your, your time to, to preach yourself where, where can they find you to connect with you? So as you just said, I think the best place to connect with me is Instagram because yes. I do not hold back on my stories. I do no. not hold back. I am, I am the realest person um, on Instagram. So um, my handle is taylor.elizabethlane. And that is where you can find all my offerings, how to connect with me, how I can support you further. And if you come from this podcast as a listener, just shout me out, just get in my DMs and be like, Hey, I just heard your episode on Maddie's podcast. And like, I want to talk more with you about blah, blah, blah thing. Like I'm down to talk. I'm down to support you. I'm down <laughs> to, to know you better. Um, so that is where you can find me and connect with me. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here, Taylor. That was awesome. It's going to be so helpful for a lot of people. Thank you for having me. Yes, you're welcome. 
All right, Busy Bee fam, that is it for this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, hit the subscribe button to be notified. I put out a new episode every Tuesday, so get excited for those all about business, branding, and social media marketing. You can get all sorts of tricks on how to grow your small business. Hang out with me on Instagram at thisishive. I put out a lot of other content out on there. Leave a review and let me know which topics you're liking the most, what you're loving about the podcast. And if you do want to share with your audience on Instagram, I love when I see what you guys are thinking about the podcast on your story. So definitely share that, tag me in it, and I cannot wait to see what episodes you are loving the most. As always, it was a pleasure being here with you. I will see you next Tuesday.